This podcast series is brought to you by the Committee for Adelaide and Grant Law PR. We talk with passionate boomerangs and arrows in this series and hear why they have chosen South Australia as their home to live and work. Boomerangs are people who are originally from South Australia, moved abroad and have returned. Arrows are people who have chosen to make South Australia their new home. Welcome today to our next podcast. We're here today with Craig Swan from South Start. Hi, Craig. How are you? Hello. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. And hello, Grant. How are you? How are you doing, Peter? Good. Good. Craig, would you mind just start by telling us a little bit about yourself and all about South Start? Oh, about myself. Jeez. We're going to go right there, are we? (laughs) Um, Well, I, you know, I guess I can consider myself an Adelaidean now. I arrived about four years ago. Short story be, uh, you know, my background is uh, internet technology, did a lot of stuff in the early web, found myself really talking around the world, sort of a thought leader on interactivity, fell in love with a girl from Glen Elg in Spain, moved to Spain, spent 10 years in New York, a couple <laughs> of kids in Manhattan, and then there was a bit of a Trumpster fire in America. We thought maybe it's time to just leave. We had a good run and not really the place as a Canadian and as Australian raising two little kids and really came here. Um, uh, in 2017, right during the uh, Astronautical Congress and the big battery was happening. And you know, I, we thought we were just coming here to visit the grandparents and visit the kids over the holidays. And I was still running on the New York Accelerant and was running around just meeting tons of people and was really just enamored of what I thought uh, the future for Adelaide might look like. It seemed like a lot of things were starting to click into place. Uh, it kind of felt like Austin for me, like in the, in the late 90s, which I mm. learned ironically later was a sister city. Yeah. And uh and so we decided to stay for a year. And that year, just so much stuff happened. There was, you know, changing government, good or bad, uh, space agency, lot 14, just so much stuff was happening that it was just really exciting. So um, bought a house and now I'm in a, in a country where, well, I think I can leave now, but I haven't been able to leave. So <laughs> the rest um, is history. But, but blessed to be in, in, in this part of the world. And yeah, that's, I guess, the short of how I'm here. And I guess, you know, with regards to South Start, when I got here, one of the things, and I think it's maybe interesting because as someone that's not from here, uh, I can kind of skip around the what school did you go to conversation that mm. usually starts yeah. up a lot of the time. But I saw a lot of amazing efforts, but a lot of it was duplicative. Uh, there seemed to be a lot of siloed kind of people doing their own things. And as a community-minded person, so I'd, I'd started Canada's largest design technology conference with a friend and through my speaking and did a lot of unconferences and really loved the ability to bring people together. And uh, the event South Start was already happening before I got here, but I think the founders were sort of working on uh, uh, another company of their own. I think they're probably fatigued mm-hmm. over doing it. And the opportunity kind of fell in my lap. Would you like to help take this over and build it? And I thought, this is exactly what I, I see kind of needed here. So it's been a real fun journey over the last uh, couple of years, growing it from a sort of a local, localized one-day event into what's now become really a, a national recognized event for innovation in the country. So it's, yeah, it's been a wild ride in a short time. So for those who don't know, South Start is the nation's leading innovation festival hosting technology impact and investment leaders from across the country and beyond. And the next event is coming up in March, which is going to be so exciting, isn't it, Craig? Can you tell us just a little bit about what you have planned for that event? I think it's really about bringing the cross-pollination aspect together. So what we really strive to do is is understand there's a corporate aspect, there's a startup aspect, there's an investment aspect, and there's a youth aspect. And so we've really worked hard to bring these things together because, again, probably with an outsider's lens looking at Australia, um, I see a kind of a slipping down the innovation scale globally with regards to what's happening. And I think a little bit is that, is that same thing I saw here, that siloed off nature. You have a little bit of that state to state where it's, you know, my innovation precinct's bigger than yours and, <laughs> and, and less collaboration. A lot of talk, but not, not a lot of it happening. So 
we tried to break down sort of those walls and silos by creating an event that really caters to a lot of people to come together that normally don't. Because if you can align the youth to understand what entrepreneurship means, because they are really unclear, I think, in terms of what it means. It's a very elitist term for some people thinking it's like that. But, you know, if you're passionate about people and planet, as most young people are, and you want to solve a problem, that's what startups do. So it's kind of realigning the narrative and the thinking, but also understanding where's all the investment going? Where, where are the, what are the future industries? Is it, is it artificial intelligence? Is it going to be manufacturing? What, what, what are these areas going to be? And by tapping into that and aligning it, you, you really get some interesting conversations happening. So you've obviously explained why why you're in Adelaide, but if someone overseas wanted to sort of uh, you know begin a career uh, or a, a start an entrepreneurial venture, why would you recommend Adelaide? Adelaide's got a unique um, sort of set of parameters that it operates in, and I think number one is the fact that you know. The, the, this degrees of separation element in terms of, you know, everyone kind of knows everyone that allows for a lot of happy accidents to happen with regards to those collisions of ideas. So I think the fact that you can walk down the street, even today, I bumped into two people just going down the mall here that, you know, you just, that, that happens, which mm -hmm. allows for conversations to spontaneously happen. I think that's unique. I think what's also unique is that there's a real deep, um, science and, and tech element here. I mean, a lot of it's sort of maybe squirreled away academically in universities, but there's a huge opportunity for commercialization. And I think with the formation of the, you know, there's a bunch of precincts, but certainly with what's happening at Lot 14 as an innovation precinct and the space agency and the sort of these industries of the future, they're all colliding together. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it's a unique time. It's a, it's a smaller city with big ideas and the opportunity to collaborate and connect with people is unparalleled to a lot of other larger cities. And I think that's where you see a lot of things happening very quickly. And especially, you know, in light of the, the last year or two, um, being able to operate much more freely than other places, we've seen mm -hmm. a lot of stuff happen where people are kind of looking over. Um, you know, I can remember just a lot of the big speakers we've had in the last couple of years when they come to Adelaide. And it's been a tough slog sometimes getting them to come here. It's kind of like, oh, I was there, you know, three years ago. It was cute. Like, I'm kind of busy. Yeah. I'm doing my big business stuff. Um, but when they come here, it's really eye-opening for them. It's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it's the way that we live here. It's, and that's why I think that Austin thing is, it's, it's not, we're not keeping it weird, but we're keeping it real. And, and people are just very authentic here. Um, and I think people pick up on that when they spend a few days here and compared to sort of the rat race that they might be living in in, in Sydney, it, it's a very interesting and eye-opening experience because the last time I'd been when they were children, you know, vacationing with their family and now they're seeing this vibrancy in, in the laneways and in the hospitality and the culture yeah. and now the technology innovation. Um, it's an exciting time. I mean, it's certainly, it's, you know, it, it takes time. It's mm -hmm. a long game, but I think we're, we're well into to the road to getting there. It's the getting the people here, right? Isn't it? It's it's getting them to experience. Easier and exactly easier, though, like and I think said. it's just going to continue to get easier with with everything that's unfolding. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, Cam Adams was the first one that was a real struggle, like trying to get you know a co-founder of Canva to come down here, and you know you got a you know billions of dollars of uh, valuation in a company, and saying come here for a couple of days. It's just it's, it's a hard sell, but. Um, but get him across the line, and I think that was really the interesting thing too. Is you know I think a lot of people in Adelaide sometimes don't realize how great things are as a result of being here. And it was funny having people like that talk about how great things were here. And all of a sudden you saw people from Adelaide kind of stand up straight yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, it is pretty good here. And it was, you know, sometimes that validation maybe pushes you over to really understand how good things are. So it's been really nice to have that kind of dialogue happening more naturally, uh, you know, and ongoing as a result of the event to, to have that kind of perspective change. Mm. And how was your process of moving here? I know you said it was 2017. Yeah. Was it, was it? a good process could there be things that are improved in terms of being able to move here 
Well, I'll tell you, I mean, the, the visa situation was a bit of a challenge for me. And it was funny, you know, I would, they were piloting the, one of the entrepreneur visas when I first yeah. arrived. And I think because I was so embedded, they wanted to make me maybe one of the first people to go through that, but I just didn't make the age because I was too old. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think, you know, outside of, you know, the migration aspect, which, you know, I think will always be a bit of a challenge when you're in a country that's sort of island off away from the rest of the world. But I mean, as far as being accepted, I mean, it's been, I've had no problems there. And I don't know that's because I'm outside. I didn't go to a certain school. I'm not seg segmented like that, but um, it was pretty easy. We just packed all our bags, got on a plane, arrived here. Um, so I think there's a really need, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a bit of a talent shortage right now because things are growing quickly. There's a lot mm -hmm. of things scaling up. And as a result of that, it's going to take a little while for the education, everything to be, you know, lockstep with that. So I think um, it's really interesting times to be able to sort of attract people into the city because there is so much opportunity. And when people see the standard of life and just all the things you can do just from a human perspective, yeah. I think that's more and more in the world we're living in a selling point for people. People are starting to realize, <laughs> do I like my job? What am I doing anymore with my life? Mm -hmm. And I think uh, the things that are very natural and, and the human aspect that comes with living in Adelaide is a huge sell for, I think, where a lot of people's minds are in the world right now. And I think the narrative is starting to change as well with your mm -hmm. average everyday Australian is un understands probably more now why we need to attract skilled migrants when we've got new, uh, you know, industries like uh, like defence uh, and space. Uh, those aren't skills that we have inherently here. And if we bring out skilled migrants, they help to essentially create employment for, for, for local people. And I think that people are, are starting to understand that a bit more. Would you agree with that? I would agree. And I think I think by the nature, it's not even it's not even. The, the industries separate to themselves, there's just a massive convergence of these industries coming together. I mean, whether it's robotics or AI or advanced manufacturing, and, and certainly manufacturing has been a, a big part previously um, to, to South Australia. I think the opportunity to, to leverage that is really the unique. Um, so many industries are really just being spawned out of this, new companies, new ideas. Um, so even though you might be thinking that with the defense lens on it, there's a whole number of skill sets that are applied to a whole bunch of opportunities. And I think I think a lot of people think about, um, you know, the need to, you know, be taking jobs and we're living in a world where we got to start making the jobs. Mm. And I think especially being so embedded in the startup uh, sort of ecosystem, I think more and more people are starting to realize that uh, I don't need to be a founder to be a part of a startup. I might be a marketing wizard or I might be someone that's really interested in numbers and, and financing. Well, mm. any young company needs those things. So I think people are starting to realize that I can connect with all these young people with great ideas in different ways where it's not as traditional as, you know, becoming a doctor or a lawyer or what traditionally yeah. you might be thinking of doing. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is often um, a topic that is taught at schools now and, and we're seeing more of that evolve now, um, which is interesting. You hosted Adelaide's first TEDx youth event at Scotch College. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, that was, listen, it, it, Again, I'm a community person and I love being able to, to create events. And I was always a, a part of the, the TED community when I was living uh, in the States. And really a lot of that actually aesthetic has come to what Southside does in terms of knowing how to really put on a world-class event and, and the elements that go into it. Um, but knowing that there was really, I got here right when the TED event, TEDx event stopped. I wanted to try to do something and I had made contact with someone uh, at Scotch in the philanthropy department that wanted to kind of do something there and there's a bit of a, a, you need to be a certain level or associate with TED to be able to become an organizer. And because I had some of that credentials, I was able to help uh, automate that process. But then it was really great to help work with the kids to curate the programming. Yeah. And it was amazing. I mean, it was just a packed out room of, I mean, I think there was like six or 700 kids in there. And just it's that energy, right? Yeah, when you have just people it. sharing wonderful ideas and, and it's inspiring. And I think 
there's not as many opportunities that I'm used to living in very dense cities like New York, where you can just go to these events and get, you know, dip yourself into this innovation or these people in a live human setting. There's not as much of that here. So uh, I enjoy every opportunity I can to try to be a part of that and, and, and instill that kind of um, inspiration. Good on you. Well, I think there's probably a, a role for other schools to play in that. Scotch is obviously quite a progressive school. Um, but, but do you think schools are doing enough, especially in Adelaide, where traditional uh, job opportunities are are dwindling in some respects? Uh, are schools doing enough to encourage that sort of entrepreneurial mindset, entrepreneurial spirit? I mean, certainly there's been a move to instill a lot of the stuff and stuff that's going on with the eShark Tank type uh, initiative is, is really getting that thinking there. I mean, I think, listen, the reality is the world's moving so fast with everything online and, and digital that, you know, it, it's hard for any, whether it's uh, institutional, you know, uh, you know, uh, universities or, or primary schools, keeping up with the curriculum is always going to be difficult because yeah. it just, it's just happening so quickly. So I think that's always going to be a challenge. But I think if you start implementing the, the softer skills, the design thinking and, and get people thinking about ways of, of of, of creation and what opportunities are that's way more important than than anything else it's just getting that mindset there and i think you know there's a different mindset here in, in in adelaide and i think that needs to change and i think to be honest in the last year or so with COVID, it's, it's like the digital transformation piece has been huge because yeah. i when i arrived here i honestly thought like do people here not get the memo of how the internet works because <laughs> like people weren't thinking about this whole world of people that they could target uh, as an audience or as a, as a demographic to, to sell to and i think in the last year or so, people realized I have access to all these people I never knew I had to, and I can learn so many things I didn't know I can. So I, I see people uh, really uh, acclimated, uh, accelerating towards that sort of digital, tra digital transformation piece, which is a huge thing that I thought was going to take a lot longer here based mm -hmm. on the way that uh, lifestyle was. So that's exciting. But it's it's certainly a mindset thing, and, and how much that's education, how much that's culture, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I've got two young kids, and I'll watch as they, you know, grow up through it. Um, but it's uh, it happens fast so long as these schools are keeping up and, and they seem to be you know adopting that entrepreneurial you know, curriculum which is which is key because it's just yeah. mindset and not just entrepreneurial but also the trades that we yeah. desperately need as well <clears throat> I think pathway is going to be changing quite significantly soon in the education space which is really really needed so out of the 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 lifestyle elements that you spoke of earlier what is it about the balance between work and life that you like about Adelaide and what do you think Adelaide has to offer there in particular? Well, that's a good question. I mean, you know, when you're dealing with traditional industries, there's a very clear cut between work and play. Um, but as we're moving into things that are more technical, uh, more online, more digital, obviously those get blurred. Um, you know, I think the ability for people to work remotely. You know, mm. People are were a lot less accepting of that a couple of years ago now for many reasons that's accepted and I think people are starting to realize that this is a great way to work and it's been proven now that it can work I've, and I've been a digital nomad for like 25 years I've just always just worked off my laptop wherever I was so that was kind of baked into me um, but I've seen that that changed very quickly over the last couple of years so now you are really able to enjoy that I mean I see people all the time you know there's they're zooming me from their backyard just beautiful I'm here and you know the kookaburras and and I think People work much better in that state of mind when you when you you are in a good place, um, and the structure's not there. So I think we're seeing more and more, especially in these sort of accelerated industries, where people can actually enjoy more of that stuff that's amazing about life mm -hmm. and work on their own schedules. And when you can do that, then you have the ability to. I'm going to go for a morning 
uh, bike ride. And it's okay if I check in at 11 because I'll work later. And I think as people are more accepting of that, you can now really take advantage of all that Adelaide has to offer. So to me, that's one of the exciting things. And I think more and more we're going to see a lot of people coming here because I really see a shift globally of people really wanting to get out of cities. And uh, not that this isn't a city, but, you know, it doesn't feel like a city, right? And when I first got here, we wanted to tell me it was a country town. And I had to tell mm-hmm. them, it's like, you're the 11th largest city right behind Dallas if you're in the, you know, it's it's, it's this sort of <laughs> misconception of, of, of things. There's, there's a, a massive opportunity, and I think we're seeing it being highlighted just based on the, the way that the world and remote working is, is moving. But it's the balance, isn't it? You, that you you can work from home and you have that flexibility here, but if you do need to come in for a meeting, it's not a two-hour train trip. It's, oh, no. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an easy to get around Easily. place. Absolutely. And especially in the city, I mean, you know, it, it's great for me. I mean, it's, I can literally have, you know, seven meetings in a day when I do come in the city because it's just, you're just bouncing around. Just, it's just, I'm walking it too, which is great. I come in the city, I'm walking to all these meetings. And I think that's one of the things and bumping into people on the way. There's just so many interesting things mm-hmm. about the culture here, um, which is really exciting. And especially at, at Lot 14, I mean, now you've got more and more uh, companies, organizations, corporates, you know, moving into that sort of precinct. More and more collisions, more and more happy accidents and meeting people. And, and that's really where you see things grow really, really quickly. Because if you're working in different buildings and you're not getting outside of your own office, you're not going to have those kind of things happening. And now we're seeing it happen faster and faster, which will only accelerate all opportunities. And so how, how does Adelaide compare to where you're from, Ontario, being a, also a smaller city in the greater scheme of things? Um, well, it's, I mean, you know, I've always looked at Australians and Canadians of being just two people on different ends of the world. Mm, you know, yeah. we just got stuck with the wrong end of the weather stick. Um, you know, we're, we're outgoing people. We love nature. We love to travel. Um, so in many ways, I feel very much at home here in terms of, you know, we're, we're kind, loving people that just like to enjoy, you know, sport and nature and each other. Um, so I haven't found too much difference from that. Now, certainly I've let, lived a lot of my years in, in New York and Barcelona, which are very dense, you know, mm. insanely um, chaotic places in many ways. Um, so it was actually really nice to step out and, you know, even though I'm not in Canada, it, it feels like I've got that kind of presence here. Um, and I, I mean, listen, I think again, as we keep going back to this point, and maybe that's the theme for me right now is, is that I think people are coming around to really questioning and evaluating what is important in life. And, and really like Adelaide has all the things that mm. are important if you care about living and, and life. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm so just, it's like being able to work, prosper and succeed, but also being able to breathe. And not be stressed out. I mean, not be stressed out. I mean, that's the reality. Mm -hmm. I mean, people, there's a lot of people that can do that, but they're stressed out doing it. And that's not enjoyment. And the fact that you can ride a bike here or walk around and just take a walk by the river between at lunch, like these are all things that are just naturally good for mental health and well-being. Mm -hmm. And it's just baked into Adelaide as as a city. Well, I think what you just said absolutely advocates um, what your bio says, which is you believe in prototyping the future. And if that's not fun, exciting or affecting lives, it's not worth doing. It sounds like that's what you live by in general in your work and personal life as well. Well, you know, it is. I mean, it, a lot of that comes to, you know, because I grew up so early online, a lot of that was about prototyping new ways of doing tons of yeah. things. But to be honest, it, it's a great analogy because now landing in Adelaide, I feel like I'm playing a small role in prototyping what the future of Adelaide could be. I'm, I'm here yeah. at the ground floor of what I think will be an explosive decade or two. And to me, that's the most exciting part because there's going to be a lot of mistakes. There's going to be failure. And that's a part of things that even the culture here needs to accept more. That's just yes. like failure is yeah. how you get to success. And I think more and more we're, we're getting people to come to grips with that's how I can communicate and how I can be. But yeah, very much. I think that, that it's 
Adelaide is kind of in a startup mode right now. It's ready to assert, well, I would say it's past that. It's scaling up now. It's, it's it, There's a trajectory, the traction's there. Yeah. And it's like, we all get to kind of ride this rocket and see where it takes us. <laughs> so what do you do when you're not in work mode? What do you watch, read, or listen to that you highly recommend at the moment, Craig? Uh, good question. Uh, I've always had a curiosity of really sort of unpacking uh, behavior, the way that people operate. And certainly in the last year, there's been a lot of things changing that has been interesting to do. But really, I'm a father now. I've got a couple of young kids and it, most of my time is spent, how do I how do I live like a child and, and pick up rocks and see what bugs underneath and, and go for walks on the beach and tripping through the bush. And so a, a lot of it really, you know, that's it. It's like, how do I, you know, take the moments that I have and, and blessed to be here to be able to experience them in a, in a free, open way and live like a child. I mean, that is really what I do. I did buy a drum kit recently uh, <laughs> just so I could just kind of like those times I really want to hammer down and, and do things and learn how to play drums. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a muso, so music's always been a big part. There'll always be a guitar I'll pick up and, and noodle on. But to be honest, it's really getting out and enjoying this place. There's so much to see here. And it's unbelievable to me that I can just every 15 minutes going up the coast, just like a different experience. And there's just yeah. all these pockets of, of, of wonder. So I'm still in the honeymoon phase, really just exploring. There's so much to see here. So it's, it's how do I get in nature? How do I do with my family? And how do I just enjoy living, really? What a wonderful advocate for Adelaide and um, what a legendary position you're in. And we just love seeing what you're doing with South Start. So coming in March, it's mm -hmm. 9th to 11th. Yep. It's going to be one great innovation festival, isn't it? It's fun. Listen, I mean, it, because it brings so many people together, I mean, you know, the last event, we were just blessed to be in this window where travel was possible before mm. things kind of got locked down. And we got to ride that magic pixie dust of just seeing people from across the country coming together. And and that's what I love. It's just like you can't replace human connection. And and we try to instill and create as much of that with new friends. I mean, you know, the KPI, I'm always asked, what's your KPI for an event like this? Is it this? It's like I will go up to two people. I'll say, are you new friends or old friends? And they're talking. They say we're new friends. Mm. That's one for me because that's going to turn into something. I just got goosebumps saying that, but that's the exciting part. And so, you know, knock on wood that everything allows us to do that again. It's really just about bringing people together. You know, we use the idea of a supper party is really the idea. If you invite really interesting, eclectic people together, ply them with good, you know, food and wine, that's it. You can stand back and the magic unfolds. And that's really at the heart of, I think, the success of South Start. But it's also what I think people walk away with uh, appreciating and, and, and looking forward to do again. And it sounds like your key tip for networking as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good, good food and wine. Yeah. It's hard to go wrong and we got that in spades here. So Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Craig. We've really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, and and, and for you, you know, you're so close to the, the startup scene, obviously, for you to say we're in for an explosive 10 years, that is fantastic. That yeah. is uh, music to my ears. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. It's, it's going to be a wild ride, I think, for sure. Thank you for listening to our podcast, brought to you by hosts Grant Law and Peter St. Clair. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on socials. Simply search for Adelaide Connected. We host podcasts monthly, so stay tuned to hear from more inspiring boomerangs and arrows who have chosen South Australia as a place to live and work.